All right, everybody, the new bid started. That's season six. That's uh, Chicago to California, California to Chicago, California to, or Chicago to Denver, and then back. Hopefully it works out that way. Sometimes we'll end up doing vias here and there, but hopefully not so much during the winter. So I'll give you a first breakdown of our first week. So let's see what happens. It was an interesting week, a little different. But, you know, when you're driving, things happen. Things are to be expected. So, all right. Let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, so here's what I did. We slip seat, but when you're on the run, I'm on, you get to keep your tractor. So I went out, got my chains set up, got everything hooked up, got everything set up, tore all my chains off, went through everything because the worst place to be is on the side of a mountain and find out your chains are messed up. So I got that all good, right? Guess what? I'm coming back. Well, I'll get to that in a second. But anyway, so we go out to... You know, we got hazmat, so we got to go across 70. So we got to go up over Leveland Pass, which is a pain. And I don't understand why we go that way, but that's what they want. Personally, myself, I think it would be better if we shot through the side roads of Kansas. They say that the reason why we go that way is to get away from the, you know, the tolls of Oklahoma. But if we went on those side roads of Kansas, they wouldn't add any miles. We'd be on flat ground. It would cost them less money in fuel. Um... Yeah, there's just a lot of good ways to do it. It's, they used to go that way. I don't know why they don't now. And it's an interesting, you know, not a lot, a lot of places to stop. And you're going across 70. Well, quite honestly, there isn't that many places to stop. And it's not as fun to drive. So what are you going to do? Yeah, there's some stretches where it's like, oh, there's nothing out here. You're in the middle of nowhere. You might as well be on the moon. So anyway, we went across Loveland. When you're at the top of Loveland, I think it's like 12,500 you know, you know, altitude, and uh, you know, you get a little lightheaded up there. Maybe you know, it's uh, you feel a little strange when you go up that high so quick. But luckily, we got up there, and there was no storm. I've been up there in a blizzard, and let me tell you, it's no fun. So we made it out of California. You know, hit a ton of uh, uh, traffic in Vegas. Oh God, what a nightmare that was took me like two, three hours to get through Vegas, which was a huge pain. Now, I haven't been out to California via the 15 in quite a long time. And one of the things that I was shocked at was I got off, when the last time I went out there, they just built the Super Coupe right there at the border of Nevada and California on the California side. And when I got there, I didn't think anything of it. You know, so I got off the ramp, went up there, and I'm like, oh, geez. Now, what they did was they built the ag station just before that. People never been out there before. If you're in a car, you have to stop. Tell them you have no fruits, vegetables. If you're in a big truck, you gotta show them your pills. Make sure you got no, uh, you know, anything carries bugs, house plants, things like that. Uh, heavy machinery from the northwest or personal household good items 
they want a gypsy moth certificate. And if you don't have that, you're toast. You're going to get stuck. And the person who packaged the stuff needs to be the one who fills out the gypsy moth certificate. Not you, the driver, not the dispatcher back at your terminal, not the guy who received it at your terminal and put it on your truck, but the actual individual who put the stuff in the box needs to sign off on a gypsy moth certificate. Otherwise, you ain't getting into California if you're going through the egg station. It's just the way it is. So, if you, you know, heavy machinery and household goods from the north, you know, from the northwest or the northeast, sorry, northeast. Now, a lot of that, you know, when you say household goods, what do you mean? A lot of that's military uh, moves, you know, uh, military personal goods, you know, items, you know, the, they'll military contracts with shippers to move that stuff. And if you if they're coming from the northeast, well, you know, you're not going anywhere without that certificate, which could be a real pain. So anyway, we got through there. Uh, I kind of like how they did it because you you go boom to the egg station, then you go straight to the scale, and then you're you know then you're done with it. It's kind of nice not to have to stop twice. I really like that. Now, and they spent a lot of money on that scale. They're probably going to want it back somewhere down the line, but you know it's no big deal. Hopefully, it'll speed things up. I've you know the Barstow Bug Station used to get backed up pretty far. This one, at least you can get over there. You can hit the Bug Station, and the cars aren't holding you back. That's kind of nice. So anyway, I get down into Barstow, San Bernardino County, actually. Now I'm on the 15, about a mile and a half, two miles from the 15 to 15 split. I'm going to go down to the 10 and I'm going to go west. Well, what do we got? We got a truck fire. And I'll see if I can put the photo in the up in the show here, but I don't know if it's, I'll be able to do it, but I'll give it a shot anyway. Now, this truck fire, this thing was blazing, okay? If you go to YouTube channel and subscribe, uh, trucking with Kingfish, you'll find the YouTube channel and throw me a subscription. If you would, uh, you'll see the whole video of the thing on fire and it was just blazing. It's only about 15 seconds long, 12 seconds long, something like that. I couldn't stick around to, to take any good shots of it because what did I have on my rear trailer? I had two trailers. I had spontaneously combustible. Yes. And I could feel that heat all the way inside my cab from three lanes over because I got as far away that fire as I could, but I had to go through because it had just happened just before I got there. So I was a little too close to that stuff with the heat it was cooking off. So I got by as fast as possible. I wasn't messing around. So I, I took a quick, you know, shot of the thing as I went by. So like I said, you can find that in the uh, trucking with Kingfish uh, YouTube channel or the fa uh, Facebook page. No, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to put it on the Facebook page. I'm just going to leave it on the, uh, you know, on the YouTube channel. So go subscribe if you want. If not, hey, it's cool. But anyway, so we got into California. Things were good. Got uh, disconnected, connected up to the new set, went up to the office, got my paperwork, and uh, boogied on out of there. Didn't have any problems. Made it to Nebraska. You know, not, you know, all the way, because we went 15 north to the 70 in Utah. Took the 70 across. Weather was pretty good most of the way. Got up into Nebraska, it turned to crap. Just pure crap. You know, it was just amazing. And then it was, you know, it was ice on the way in. And uh, it wasn't too bad, though, but it's still a little early for that to get used to. But it wasn't too bad. Then we left the terminal to head to Denver. This is the second part of the trip. We left Chicago. And now we're in freezing rain and snow, heavy snow. Wasn't sticking to the back of the windshield or in the windshield. But generally what I like to do. Here's a tip for you. Keep it cold inside the tractor and the snow won't uh, stick to the windshield. 
because if you keep put the heat on the windshield, it'll melt the snow. The snow will turn into water. The water will run down to the blade. It'll freeze in the blade. It'll turn to ice, and then it'll push the blade away from the windshield. So keep it cold on the glass, and a lot of the snow will just blow across. You won't have to worry about it. Another place to find out if it's freezing out, the, the, water, the snow will melt or accumulate on the back of the uh, mirror. And it wasn't doing that. It wasn't collected on the windshield, and it wasn't collected on the mirror. I was really surprised because your mirror is the farthest thing out. It's isolated. So anything that hits it is going to freeze if it's going to freeze anywhere. So don't count on that. I saw, you know, water flying up in the car in front of me, so I know it's not freezing. Well, maybe underneath that water it is freezing. But on the back of your mirror, you can see if it's, you know, if it's, uh, if it's been raining, you can see the ice there, if it's, if it's icing up or not, and that's a good indicator. That's what I use anyway, back of the mirror. You can just look at it, reach out, look out. You can see it. It's not a big deal. So anyway, on our way there, that's going on. I stopped to get fuel at uh, oh, uh, Sydney, Nebraska. Or no, no, sorry, Shelby, Iowa. Oh, Sydney, Nebraska. Shelby, Iowa, that's a mom marker 34. It's a love. So I pulled in there, stopped to get fuel. Walked around in front of the truck, and the front cover, bumper, whatever you want to call it, it's gone. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it was gone. I never felt it fall off. It's just a cheap plastic piece for covers the front end. But, you know, the, the whole... You know, all, a lot of stuff is exposed, and it just looks like crap. And I'm just like, ah. But I called in, told him what happened. I think it just blew off in the wind, or, you know, maybe it, uh, I don't think it was properly attached. But but anyway, the they were cool about it. The company's like, don't worry about it. You know, this isn't an accident. I thought it might be an accident. I don't know. But they said, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. You know, just, just take it over to the shop and you get back and let them know. So I got back to the shop. We were all done, and turned a truck in and they were you know they were like what i said hey this has nothing to do with me man it's the way you guys fix stuff so anyway we got that all settled so now i'm in a different truck this week i went and found a new truck just had a pm done on the 11th so you know i won't have to worry about it till january or so switch out tractors i'll try to find another one that with a pm that's uh you know just been done and then uh, the one that I'm in, they'll take over to Penske and they'll do the maintenance on it and all that good stuff. So nothing worse than coming in and, hey, where's the tractor? Oh, it's over at Penske and PM'd. Great. All my stuff's inside of it. <laughs> what are you going to do? That's just life on a road, you know. It's just funny. So anyway, that's what last week was all about. Uh, a lot of ice, a lot of snow, uh, a lot of wrecks in Iowa. Now, what a lot of people don't realize in Iowa is... Iowa, when they throw up a snow emergency, tow trucks are not allowed to tow cars off the highway until us. I don't know what their criteria for that is, but during the snow emergency, you cannot tow trucks off. The, so what they'll do is they'll just shove them into the center medium or off to the side. Then you'll come through after everything's lifted, and there's like literally hundreds and hundreds of cars and trucks in the ditch. It's it looks like a you know just like a junkyard. It's quite amazing. You know, they don't pull them off as they go. I guess they figure it's too dangerous. But, you know, it's just a it's just, it's just a trippy thing to see. So, anyway, uh, you know, if you're going to drive through there, be careful. Make sure you get your gloves. Check your chains. Make sure you got some extra food and water in the truck. You never know when you're going to need it. Uh, stuff like that. I'm at the house right now. I'm getting ready to leave out. Uh, I don't have to be there till 7. It's only two hours away. But, yeah, the wife's already asleep. And... Besides, it's snowing outside right now, and I'll just, you know, I'll just take my time on the way to work. 
no big deal. So anyway, that's what's going on here. I uh, hope everything's going on good for everybody out there. Try to stay warm. And remember, get over for those tow trucks. Get over for those tow trucks. Cops, emergency vehicles, and just generally people on the shoulder. You know, the civilians, the people in the car, sometimes they'll hit the shoulder and jump right out of their car. You know, you don't want that. Just get over. Just get over. All right? Just get over. So anyway, oh, you know, oh, I forgot to tell you. Uh, Tonight I went to the Wisconsin Podcast Association meetup. They had a big, uh, well, they advertised a big meetup on Facebook on November 13th, which is now between 5 and 7 at the Three Lions Pub in Milwaukee. And I've never been there. And I just thought, well, you know, I'll go. It's, you know, it's snowing a little bit, but that'll be interesting. I showed up, walked in, asked the bartender where the you know, WPA group was meeting, Wisconsin Podcast Association. And uh, she said, oh, back there. And I said, okay, great. I walked back there and there, and there was a big table. And I asked a couple of guys to scoot over so I can get in on the table. And I sat down and everybody was looking at me kind of funny. And, you know, this is the first meeting they've, you know, they had. So I was like, oh, you know, introduce ourselves. I thought that's what they were doing. Then all of a sudden, everybody started talking about football. And I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And then uh, there was a break in the conversation after about five minutes. And I said, hey, uh, uh, any chance you guys are, you guys aren't the podcast you know, meetup group, are you, by any chance? And they're like, no, we're the FEA or something like that. And I'm like, oh, what it was is it was a fantasy league football uh, group. And they were meeting to uh, discuss their picks for the week. And I was sitting in on their group, but I didn't. It was so awkward because these people are so friendly that they didn't. They're you know when I said, "Oh," they figured out why I was there and what I was doing. They're like, "You know, we didn't know who you were. <laughs> we didn't want to ask because we didn't want to be impolite." Oh, Wisconsin people—they're so friendly. And I just thought it was so hilarious, you know, because I sat there for like five minutes or so, and I'm like, oh, geez, I'm in the wrong group. You know, I felt kind of bad, but it was a really, really nice group of people, and, you know, I really enjoyed the the place, and, you know, I got myself a, uh, something to go on the way home, and, you know, big, I, got a, I got a couple of big pretzels. Oh, the God, these things are huge. And uh, some uh, shepherd's pie for the, you know, for the wife, and, you know, it was all pretty good. But uh, apparently what happened was... They put up the meeting, and they never put up the, we canceled the meeting message up on Facebook. Uh, well, they must have told somebody, because the only person that was there was me. So somewhere down the line, I missed the, uh, you know, this is canceled thing. But I just thought that was hilarious. Here I am. You know, I drove in the snow to get there. It wasn't bad, but still, I drove in the snow to get to this place. And then I sit down with the wrong group. And, you know, they were really friendly people, but... I just thought, oh my goodness, you know, I did, you know, I felt kind of goofy, you know. It was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So when I went up to the, you know, to the bartender and the, the girl who runs the place was in there, and she said, I said, do you know anything about this? And I said, this is the right place, right? And I showed her the, the, the post on Facebook. She goes, oh yeah, that's us. She goes, I talked to this people who who set this up, you know, like about a month ago. And uh, they never came back with me, and we never arranged anything. So, you know, as far as we know, nothing's going on. We didn't know anything about this. And I said, oh, wow, that's crazy. So it was their location, but they had nothing to do with it. So I thought that was, and they were really friendly people. They thought it was kind of funny. And the one girl I talked to, she had, uh, uh, she was from Wales. She had, that, you know, just that beautiful Irish accent. 
oh, there, how are you doing? You know, I can't do it right, but I just thought it was great. It was, you know, an Irish pub, and, oh, it was, you know, the food was, extra. I got home, the food was excellent. And, you know, the pretzel worked out great. So it was all good. You know, everything about it was wonderful, except for the fact that I was the only one there. You know, and so I'm in this Irish bar, <laughs> this Irish bar, and there's two bars, you know, and there's a wall that separates the two bars. And I'm like, I said, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to ask anybody if they're from here, right? You know, I just, I'm not going to ask them individually. So I said, hey, is anybody here from the Wisconsin Podcast Association? And they all looked at me with that. Oh, no, but would, would you like a Guinness? <laughs> I'm like, I can't drink because I got to go. Um, I'm leaving out Thursday morning. This is Wednesday night. I'm leaving out Thursday morning for California. I can't have a, I can't drink. I think the DOT rules are like eight hours or something silly like that, but I don't drink 24 hours before I drive. And even then I rarely drink. So, but, uh, I was like, no, no, thanks. But I got some food to go, but I still, I just think it's kind of goofy that, you know, this, uh, podcast association that I, that I just, uh, you know, that I just put myself a member of had this meetup and I was the only one to show up and it was supposed to be their first meet. So, I messaged him. I don't know what's going on there. I'm starting to think, you know, is this a legitimate thing? I honestly don't know. I'll have to let you guys know. But anyway, I thought that was funny. All right, I can hear the outro music. And, uh, you know, I better get going because I got to pack up my stuff and get ready to leave. I'm going to California in a few hours. Probably leave here in about an hour. And, you know, I'll take my time. No sense hanging around here. The wife's asleep, so... And uh, the roads are slick, so I'm going to take my time drive to work. So anyway, I hope you guys stay safe. Try to stay warm. I know it's cold out there. It was two degrees in Iowa last week in Nebraska. And, you know, they don't mess around with that cold. You know, I just don't want to mess around with that cold. You know, and uh, it's just crazy. So, all right. Talk to you all later. <laughs>